0: Welcome to Ecclesia Love, spiritual encouragement through sharing our neighbors' faith experiences. We hold stories next to each other and see what unfolds. We honor different traditions, opinions, and reverence for the topics we share. Through Ecclesia Love, we listen to understand and develop our own point of view. In this partnership with the divine and with one another, we are community, alive and vital in the world. Hello and welcome back to the Ecclesia Love Podcast. I'm Hannah Fitch, a pastor in the Chicago area, um, and I'm excited to be having these conversations with you. I'm sitting here with Michelle Beach, the founder of Ecclesia Global. Hey, good morning. Good to be yeah. back. It is so good to be back. It's a it's such a cool topic today that we're talking about spiritual nudges. Spiritual nudges are those things, those little breadcrumbs that get dropped on our path to God, which is the whole ecclesia endeavor. What is that path to God and how does one find one? Um, and these spiritual nudges I believe happen to every single one of us. I do too. I'm glad to hear that you, I'm glad to hear you feel that way too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Not everybody feels that way. Not everybody has a lexicon with the word spiritual nudges in them or really spiritual spirituality in general. Um, but I believe that that's a, that's a pity. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we are spiritual beings and we could talk about what that means, but that spiritual nudge is a phenomenon that people have been writing about since people have been able to write. Um, and so, you know, when you think about that topic, is there a certain kind of feeling that you're thinking about or a type of, a type of experience for me? Um,
1: Yeah, I would say I've had a number of different experiences, but when I think of nudges, I think more in terms of a feeling like I can't seem to shake uh, a call to do something. Um, It's not a, not necessarily a verbal call. What I'm referring to is a Um, And why I like to call it a nudge is it's just like, I just feel drawn to do Mm -hmm. something, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and I hadn't even thought of the term nudges until I was visiting with a cousin of mine, um, just recently, and she made the comment about just feeling nudged to do something and, and I was like, that's exactly what I feel. And we kind of were talking a little bit about some of our experiences. And she was sharing how she's felt kind of nudged or um, motivated, extra ordinarily motivated to um, do something. And, um, you know, I think we all like you, I think we all get these, I think maybe in some cases, we may chalk it up as, oh, it's just, you know, we see we're aware of something that needs to be um, addressed in some way, and and we feel motivated to um, somehow connect in, with that. Um, but when I think of nudges spiritually on my own path to God, um, I can see, you know, that have having happened basically throughout my life. Uh, certainly, most recognizably at different. Main periods of
0: my life where I've really been through a lot. Mm, and those nudges are. So those about those nudges, when that when that happens, I'm 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 asking, I kind of want to remember the lens of the person who says, I'm not quite sure what my language is for God. Um and like a lot of people will say that spirituality is really about connection. In fact, those of us that, you know, have studied spirituality, like that's a very common thing. Um, in fact, in a small group, I, I told I told a small group once I said, if you're having trouble with the word spirituality, think of it in terms of connection. What are you connected to and what are you what can you you know what are you feeling deeply rooted in? And that has provided better language for people to to talk about that. And so I wonder, how would you describe this or how how do you talk how would you talk about this with somebody who doesn't have, language for spirituality or a really specific religious religiosity or faith?
1: Well, um, I believe that the divine is in all of us. And I believe that uh, the divine also works externally um, with our help. And um, that's kind of that goal of, of building community and being an active participant in beloved community, to use that term. Um, But I think, like I said, some people might recognize that they really feel like they need to be doing something. Um, They may not know what that is, Mm -hmm. uh, but they may recognize this, something is kind of tugging at them uh, in some way. I think that is, can be, um certainly the divine spirit seeing an opportunity for us to be um active participants in some mm-hmm. way. Um and you know, I, I would I'd say for those who are not um religious, certainly, maybe not even, I mean, I've I've have friends that have said the word spirituality doesn't resonate for them, but faith does. So mm-hmm. whatever your word is that connects you to the divine. Yeah. Um think of nudges as um perhaps whatever your understanding of the divine and your relationship with the divine as as an opportunity to um encourage you. Um, It's encouraging you to step forward, to be courageous, perhaps, to uh, sit with somebody that um, may be isolated in some way, but just needs a friend. It can be as simple as that. It can be um, much more in depth. In my case, um, I felt nudged into um, doing what I would call ministry work um, all my life. Um, but for those who are not in, um, a religious tradition or think of them term thinking in terms of, um, faithful people per se, um, wherever you are on your path, I do believe the divine in you Mm -hmm. speaks up from time to time and has a way of encouraging us to do something. And I think, the more we can listen to that, the better our world
0: might be. Mm. It's, I think what's, when as you're describing this, I think what's so clear to me about spiritual nudges is that they give you a sense of your place in the whole. They give you a sense of, at least for some amount of time, a sense of purpose. Like I'm noticing this person is alone. I'm, I'm going to sit with, them. I can sit with them. Uh, to give what free for your uh, to use your example. Um I I have I have one. And I mean I think that we probably could go the next hour just back and forth, <laughs> to, like what what are the spiritual nudges that we've seen in our lives and the friends and our families. What are those nudges? Because people talk about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I accidentally as I was an undergrad, I accidentally ended up at an evangelical conference in Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> Uh, didn't realize it was an evangelical conference, and that's just a a faith expression that I have not. It hasn't resonated with me. Um, but I went with this group from a church nearby, and I was I was doing some youth ministry at the time, or like, excuse me, I was an intern, and I, you know, so I was still a student wanted to be, I just wanted to be friends with people that were doing faith stuff. Cause it, in my cohort at school, there weren't very many people that were willing to talk about this sort of thing. And I, and I, we drive to Georgia from central Illinois, great road trip. We have a blast. We're listening to music the whole time. And they, they've listened to music that we knew we'd be listening to at the conference and we get to the conference and, um, Christian Stanfill was one of the artists and we're in a stadium. We're in a
1: huge
0: stadium and he, and I love Christian Stanfill. He's a great artist, but he's, he's singing, Lord, I need you. Oh, I need, (laughs) and and I'm like, Oh, I love this (laughs) song. Like I learned Uh this on the car, and um, he's, and he says in between, and you know, this is a very repetitious thing. And he, in between some of these, some of these phrases, he's like, now, if you're feeling the Holy spirit, put your hand in the air, raise your hand and reach out to father God. And I'm thinking like, first of all, father, God, isn't the (laughs) word that makes me feel that like the connection is lost on me. That connection Uh that we're talking about with spiritual nudges is lost on me when I'm only thinking about. God as a father figure. I had a great father, but still not, n- n- not, not the wholeness of the divine that I, that I understand. Okay. So um, yeah. Okay. I, I said, let's, let's tell a quick story and here I am, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm, and I'm looking around and these young adults, you know, we're in our early 20s, and they're, you know, their eyes are shut. They have a hand on their heart and their hand is up and the other hand is up in the air. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I want to be moved. I want to be nudged like this. Like I want to feel what they're feeling. Why can't I? Um, Christian Stanfield said over the, uh, over the mic, he, he, he said like, put your hand in the air. You'll feel a, feel the Holy Spirit come over you. And I'm thinking like, where is it? Where's the Holy Spirit? And I really felt like I was I was just not feeling anything. I couldn't even put my hand in the air. Like that's a gesture that doesn't, that didn't ever sit with my spiritual upbringing. So that felt foreign. Um, and, it, and I think the problem with, with with trying to force a spiritual nudge is that these are so, these these nudges are so you, they are so, they feel like you. Um, they don't, the, nudge, these nudges aren't forced upon you. You can't just like, you can't just like put your hand up and, and put yourself in a posture and then feel the Holy Spirit if that's the word you have for the divine. And, you know, I remember feeling so bad at this conference thinking like I was literally just ghosted by the Holy Spirit and <laughs> I, like, and I went back home to my dorm room in Southern Illinois. And I sat on the edge of my bed <laughs> and I was like, God, if you're out there, like you need to, t- you need to make yourself known to me right now. Cause I, you know, and in your early twenties, you're like, mm-hmm. you you know, you're like, it, what's good. What is this? Is this real? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And instantly, and I, you know, people talk about their nudges in different ways. Instantly. I had this stream of questions. I had this stream of questions. Like what difference would it make if I can't feel the Holy spirit with my hand up? and i just had all of these questions what difference would it make if I, if i could access the divine differently and i just had this like rush of questions and ever since then i have defined my faith with questions um but then honestly like my nudging here's where the nudging was i got out of my off, off the side of my bed I, I i lived on this 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 campus i was a music major and i went to this chapel where i knew there was a piano and I could swipe in, and I sat in front of this piano and wrote the only song I could ever write. I've never written a song after this hmm. song, and it's called "The Promise," and it's about my relationship with the divine. But I, I tell you, I wanted to force it. I wanted to force it. I was so I was so frustrated that everybody else around me was feeling all these things and exhibiting their faith and their and their connection to the to, to the divine in a way that was really appealing. Like, why can't I just feel it right now and put my hand up and feel connected? Um, But these nudges come to us, I believe, in ways that are so unique to us that we have to allow ourselves to be ourselves in the nudging.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm glad you point that out. Um, Actually, you said several things that I want to address, but first, um, I think it's important to also distinguish when I'm talking about a nudge, I'm talking about something that can make a difference in someone Mm. else's life. Mm. I'm not talking about the um, really good, warm feeling that we get when we're in a very highly emotional worship experience. Um, Like what you were witnessing, uh, a lot of those young people around you were feeling that's all great. Um, Yeah. Uh, But that is in, from my experience is, is not the nudge. It's just, that's worship. But for me, like a nudge has been, well, the first one that I clearly remember, um, I was an undergrad at TCU Mm -hmm. in the early, um, late, late eighties and uh, early nineties. And I decided that, um, you know, I had my, I picked my career and my, um, my major and everything. And I was, I must've been getting closer to the end toward graduation. I don't remember exactly, but I really started feeling like nudged to go into ministry. And, and I say it that way because I wasn't feeling nudged to go to seminary. I wasn't feeling nudged to um, go to the school where my dad and my brother in law and a number of friends had graduated from. I just felt like I needed to go in ministry. And at the time, I remember thinking, that's not God nudging you to do that. That's just you because you grew up in this world. You are comfortable with the ideas and, and all forms, including lay ministries, Mm -hmm. um, that, that that's just what, you know, and, um, that's not God calling you to do that. And so I ignored it. And then, um, fast forward about a decade, I had married, I had divorced. I had been through a number of pretty traumatic life experiences to the point where, at around 30, I started feeling nudged again, specifically to do some form of ministry um, with other people, obviously, again, a nudge to help others. And, um, but my response was, this is not God nudging you to do this. This you just think, because you have now lived through all this stuff, mm-hmm. that you could be more compassionate and, and more patient. And, and those things are absolutely true. But I just used that as my excuse to deny that that was a nudge to do something. And then 10 or 15 years passed, and I had, again, grown tremendously professionally in a completely different industry. And my um, I was I was um, in leadership at a church and um, was blessed to have been able to take the leadership of the church through a process of, um, strategic planning and some program development that was really kind of in our way, re-imagining the concept of church for that congregation. And, um, that nudge came when I was in the midst of that. And I felt like this nudge to do ministry was probably more because I now had this breadth of experience professionally that I could apply in a form of ministry. And there again, really kind of said oh no that's not God not nudging mm-hmm. you yet again
0: right right <laughs> to
1: do the same thing you have been called to do all these years
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, you just think because you have all this experience now uh that you would be good in that form of leadership and and, and again it's not that those things are not true it's just that um, I just refuse to accept that as an official call into ministry And, um, and it wasn't too long after that, that I moved to where I live now in South Carolina. Um, and I wound up having this, um, nudging feeling yet again, except this time it was pretty clear that I was being nudged to do something really different and not, thinking in terms of ministry in any form that I had previously experienced, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know what that was. I wasn't getting a clear, you know, there wasn't a billboard in lights. And sometimes we really wish God would not do these really subtle nudges. We're like, Mm -hmm. why can't you just Give it to me on a billboard and lights, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just right. Make it really clear what you want me to do. <laughs> and so, for about a year, year and a half, I kind of sat with this feeling of, I, I know there is something coming. I know there is uh, something I'm supposed to do that's new and different and fresh, but I still didn't know what that was. And and then something happened to me where um, I was able to kind of close some doors of my past life and, um, uh, really, truly begin to embrace this nudge to do something new. And that when I, when I finally said, okay, God, I get it. Yes, I will do this. I accept, mm-hmm. um, when I accepted the nudge, all of a sudden, yeah, have you heard the phrase? when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Yeah. 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 Well, that started happening in, in force. Um, I had people from all walks of life and experience that I didn't have any reason to encounter. Um, They all started showing up (laughs) Just (laughs) in your life, walking into my life. I had organizational psychologists. I had church planters. I had um, all kinds of people that were um, that brought some form of an experience of how to bring faith community together that I could benefit from their wisdom
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I started paying attention and so I spent mm-hmm. a good year of that of really trying to just learn from them and continue to be open to what other nudges might come but simply how can, what can I learn from these folks Mm -hmm. that can benefit whatever it is I'm being called to do. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so it was about the end of that year that Ecclesia was officially born. Um, and so I, I think we have different experiences of what a nudge is for us, but again, it's connection to the divine. I think we feel it differently. We see it and hear it differently. I think also we get nudged from the outside. I think God works through people on behalf of people. And so sometimes that confirmation it might not be a billboard and lights, but yeah. somebody comes and says something to you that confirms what it is that you need to hear. And, and you just know that you're getting, you are connected to, we are all interconnected, 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 you know? Yeah. So, um, so the other thing is it's important though, if people are listening to this podcast, if you've never had a nudge, or if you've Mm -hmm. never had that happen to you, when you mentioned that earlier, Hannah, about why am I not having the same feeling that these people are having, right? That that doesn't mean that God's not active in your life, that you Mm -hmm. are not connected in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, I really have seen how God works so differently with people. And I feel communicates with people in different ways. And when the time is right um and and maybe we are missing some signs perhaps mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. god is is nudging you in some way and you just Maybe like me, although maybe it wasn't as obvious as mine, but you kind of feel nudged to do something and you kind of ignore it. You know, I think it's really easy to ignore those kinds of things, but uh-huh. perhaps that we just need to pause and pay closer attention. But even, even not if you haven't had that, that doesn't mean that, you know, God's not going to find a way. God finds a way.
0: Yes, God finds a way, the divine finds a way we are, in my opinion and experience, divine beings, and there is um, an inherent connection to the wholeness of divine in that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that, and that that language has provided me a way to think about all this. Could be different for you, and that's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But for those who might be listening, what sort of advice do you have if 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 someone's experiencing some real curiosity about these nudges? Um, is there is there a way or or how, is there a way that you try to listen to those or experience those or um, does it simply come out of the blue every time? What I, I can imagine someone saying, hmm, I I, I might be open to nudging. <laughs> and what 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 do we? What advice do you have as someone who really claims like the nudging is happening full force in your life? <laughs> mm. Well, I can't say
1: it's anything that could be forced in my experience. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm quiet. Mm. Um, I am one that is always on the go.
0: Mm.
1: I am always my, my schedule is always filled up. Yes. i always surrounded by friends. I mm. am, uh, running between work and, faith community and fun. And I, I really rarely slow down. I really should start doing yoga and maybe that would force me to slow down even more, um, benefit for a number of reasons, but I don't meditate. I pray, but I'm a, i am up see, I pray in the car when I'm driving somewhere. I pray yeah. when I'm putting on my makeup, I pray multitasking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I say that in that sometimes I wonder if I'm missing other nudges because Mm. I don't slow down enough. Mm. I think about the times when I have felt nudges, I I can't recall what I was doing in those particular moments, but I have had some other divine encounters uh, that only I noticed when I was being more still Mm. and I say that specifically when I'm putting on my mascara and I Mm. don't have the radio on. I'm not listening to a podcast or anything else. I'm literally, it's just the house is quiet. Mm. Or I am in the car driving without the radio playing when I'm just still. Um, Mm. That's a lesson that's hard for me to be still. I can be still and know that God is uh, but to be still in terms of quieting my mind, mm-hmm. that's really difficult for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I would say if I could, if I could give any advice, <laughs> I might say try just being really still mm. and being, mm-hmm. you know, that way because you know, that doesn't mean I mean, how many times have I tried to be still praying and hoping that God will yet again, nudge me or speak to me in some way. And I am regularly disappointed, regularly disappointed. Part of the process, Michelle. That's right. You only get one a decade, Michelle. (laughs) So, um, so it's really hard to say there's any words of wisdom on that. I would just say, I think being willing would be a good place to start. And I think the divine in you knows when you are willing and you are ready and, and just being still enough that should that day come, you know, that, that you don't miss
0: it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for that. So, you know what I'd like to do now, um, because this has been a really robust dialogue about these nudges, um, and your experience with the pause, and how that has really informed the nudge it's really invited that nudge or maybe that's where you could finally really hear it and see it let's let's pause if if you're listening to this podcast and have and will indulge us for just a moment let's just see what happens when we pause together so i'm going to offer a question um we will pause and then we'll hear one more question and we'll pause And then we'll come back, not long pauses, but this is a time for us to just see what happens in the pause. What kind of nudges, what kind of thoughts, what kind of interaction comes. So so take a deep breath. And here's the question for you. What are you noticing in your life and in your world right now? What are you noticing in your life and in your world right now. And let's just pause.
1: What would make you feel more connected to the divine? What do you need to feel more connected oh, to the divine? Great.
0: And in that pause, we might find silence. You might find that our minds take us in a lot of different directions. And I don't think that that's a mistake. Um, there's There's a path that your brain wants to go in those pauses and I would follow it. But in these moments, maybe we can just open ourselves up to being in that pause, to existing in that pause. And somewhere there might be a nudge that says there's, there's something connecting you here. And what a cool thing. So we'd, I would love to hear if, if you're experiencing some pauses and some nudges, we'd love um, wow. to hear how that exercise goes for you out there. Um, I, I know that um, I'm certainly am keeping my eyes open now for what happens in those pauses and where you might just curate one or two more pauses in your, in your day. But it really is, it really is a special thing to be able to talk about the nudge about how you're being connected and how, how all of that is is taking shape. It really is something that it really can be cherished and beheld. I'd love Um, to hear more stories of nudges, you know, I'd love to
1: hear if people listening um, not only does it resonate with you, but is it something that you've experienced? We'd love for you to share your
0: stories mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and they can email that, right? Yes, please email us. Do that at um, share, S-H-A-R-E at ecclesialove.com. That's E-K-K-L-E-S-I-A-L-O-V-E.com. Thank you so much for going on this little journey with us today. We hope that the journey continues. We hope that you are a part of a of an ongoing conversation of the divine. It's truly wonderful to be able to do this with you, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you, Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time. You've been listening to Ecclesia Love, a podcast by the inclusive and loving faith community of Ecclesia Global, a nonprofit supporting the journey of spiritual transformation for all people. Be inspired to greater curiosity and faith by visiting ecclesialove.com.